Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Built in Ohio. We have a guest today that I'm really excited to dive into. It's a topic that uh, is so interesting and, and passionate for, for all of us at OhioX, and I know a bunch of others, um, and that's around tech workforce, building the Silicon Heartland. It's only possible if we have the people to do it. And as we're going to talk about today with our guest, we're going to examine why K-12 through is really the key for all of that. Uh, but to today's conversation, I am thrilled to welcome a good friend and a partner of OhioX to today's show, Marvin Logan Jr. Marvin is the executive director of OWOW Center for Science and Technology. OWOW is based in downtown Youngstown and is an immersive collision between ideation, innovation, and imagination to provide youth with fun and engaging educational experience in the world of science, technology, engineering, and math. They, they house a center that features over 20 exhibits that utilize challenge-based learning to explore the world of STEM. OWOW takes their experience also on the road across Mahoning Valley and beyond, featuring unique in-school and after-school programming. Marvin, as the executive director, leads their entire team there. He's a skilled, adaptable, and experienced servant leader trained in community-based learning. And he possesses, this is why I love it, a uh, social entrepreneurship mindset to elevate communities through educational, social, and innovative programming. But Marvin, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for joining us. And I'm really thrilled to dig into our conversation today. Absolutely, Chris. Uh, I'm always excited when we get the chance to get together. Uh, love talking about this stuff. Love talking about the Silicon Heartland and uh, Ohio being on the move. So yep. ready to dig right in. Cool. Well, I'm going to start with a, actually a little anecdote about you and how you and I met and just what you have have done and how you've hopefully utilized Ohio X in your work. Um, we get people, as you know, and you, you've seen it because you come to all of our stuff and oh, wow, as an Ohio X member. Um, but we get people all the time ask, hey, how can I get involved? How can I get involved? Like, you know, how can I participate in like this movement, which is bigger than Ohio X? It's this whole Silicon Heartland movement. Um, but I think and correct me if I'm wrong, Marvin, but you and I met, I believe, the first time at the first Ohio Tech Summit in Cleveland at John Carroll University in April of 2022. Um, I think that's the year. Yeah, all these years kind of run together. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you just came and you showed up and you're enthusiastic. And we, we had a conversation, which was follow up conversations. And uh, I'm Columbus, you're Youngstown you know, we don't live that close. We, when we get together, one of us is driving like three hours sometimes. Uh, so it doesn't happen that often, but that's what we do. Uh, mm -hmm. But you have just dove into our work and and I hope, and I hope through things like this, um, you know, we, we can really share, showcase your leadership. But I just want to say thank you because again, we get all these people, but you, you just, I mean, you're like the perfect example where you showed up to one thing, you're enthusiastic and you kind of just dove into this stuff that you're already doing and hopefully leveraging Ohio X and our statewide community to really celebrate and promote and grow what you're doing in Youngstown at your specific organization. So it's an anecdote, but, but really I just want to say, start off by saying thank you. Absolutely. Um, it's a pleasure. Ohio X has been a really great partner of ours. Uh, I remember that first summit uh, and, and, and thinking, you know, what are people like they're going to be? Is everybody going to be on the same page? I think one of the things that was really rewarding was that, um, you know, was able to really go and test some theory that we had as an organization. Uh, you know, are, are these things the right direction? Are we able to, you know, really uh, play in this space? 
And every time I go to an Ohio X event, I, I walk away with a new relationship, um, new ideas, new thoughts. Uh, started bringing the team along to a lot of different things because it, it turned into, uh, you know, I would go and, and, and be in Ohio X spaces with a bunch of movers and shakers, and we would have these, uh, you know, great ideas. And then I, I essentially had to try to boil the ocean and bring back all of that to the team. And so, um, you know, I'm grateful for Ohio X. I'm grateful for you, grateful for uh, our friendship and relationship. And it's something that uh, is really critical for Ohio to be able to get to where it needs to go. Uh, yeah. And, and that, that rocket is taking off fast. Yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, we have an opportunity to build something nice. We do. And, and you know, our organization, it, it's unique in a way because it's not just tech companies and it's not tech companies of a certain size. So we work with everything and have members from startups to fortune 50 companies and everything in between. But we also have universities. We have research centers. We have um, hospital systems. We have nonprofit organizations like yours. Uh, cities. We have cities. We have partners in K through. I mean, it's just, and that, and that's what, and I think we'll, we'll dive into this, but you know, if we think about the Silicon Heartland opportunity, that's what it is. It takes all of it. It takes government, it takes industry, it takes business, it takes education, it takes the civic nonprofit sector. Um, because not to bury the lead, but if we don't have the people to do it, the, the, the talented workers with, with the expertise, uh, we're not going to realize all of this. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, where, where you, you know, uh, uh, you know, shine and that's the work you do, but that, that tech talent pipeline is just one example. Um, it takes it all. And, and that's, mm-hmm. what's, that's, what's neat. But then to your point, you know, boiling the ocean, that's my toughest thing with all these ideas floating around in my head you know, how do you kind of keep it, you know, on, on what actually works and, and execute on like what you can control, um, but then building the right partnerships, which which you've done really good job at. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're, 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 we're well on our way. Uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. We've got a, a generational um, opportunity uh, with Ohio and, and uh, Ohio X is helping lead the way to get us on the right path. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that tech talent, because again, talent is such a thing. We see headlines unemployment rates are going down um tech is interesting where there's you know been these ebbs and flows and since we've done this uh ohio x we started just before covid so we went through that where there were unfortunately layoffs but then a bunch of hiring and then everyone's trying to figure out what it is but talent is the one or the number one b point that every company cares about um from your perspective you know you work really in the k through 12 space with students across mahoning valley and beyond um, why is that such a key piece to this equation versus just thinking about computer science grads at four-year colleges or just reskilling or just upskilling? I think there are so many entryways into the tech manufacturing, innovation, and design workforce, uh, particularly uh, the ecosystem that Ohio is building. And it, the entry points look really varied and diverse. Um, you'll, you'll get folks that can come right in straight out of high school, people who will be coming from a, a two or four year program uh, or, or, you know, folks that are already in the workforce and thinking, hey, I've got some transferable skills mm-hmm. that uh, can lend themselves to, to what's being done here. And I think the reason why it's so critical and so important, uh, you know, you, you look at it in terms of timelines. We have a uh, what I would say, like a two or three to five year window uh, where we want our workforce to be in one place. Um, we have a 10 year window. Uh, and then it's what does life look like after that? And really, uh, the the most important, in my opinion, um, and I'm biased, of course, but 
the most important group of, of people that we're talking about that's going to take Ohio uh, to the next level. Uh, they're probably sucking on juice boxes in, in middle school um, uh, or, or even elementary school right now. Um, you know, those are going to be the folks that have the opportunity to really take uh, our workforce to the next level. And uh, another reason why it's so pivotal to, to focus on the entire K-12 spectrum when it comes to this workforce, um, creativity, problem solving, ideation, that's not just uh, something to do. Really, it's a way of life. It's a culture. Mm -hmm. And it's something where uh, almost like learning a foreign language, the earlier that you start, the, the better results that you can produce and the mm -hmm. more ideas that they'll be able to come up with. Uh, by the time they're they're entering that workforce. And so that's why it's so critical um, to, to really look at it from that perspective and uh, and think, how can we uh, uh, essentially the, the the state that we're building is going to be for um, primarily for these young people that are going to get the opportunity to spend the most time uh, in the environment that we're creating. Yeah. And I also think that I think it's also and not for the lack of effort by you know, groups like yourself or, uh, you know, schools, but I think it's also the most underserved, like focused of, of, because it's the toughest in a way, because you are, you're working with potentially every student. So like, you know, if there's a thousand students at a middle school, you know, that's a, a thousand potential technology pros. And that's, you know, that's a lot. And it's also so long. So I get up, I get from the company side where if they aren't, ready to join the workforce tomorrow or in a year, then, you know, companies, they don't have the time necessarily for that, especially, you know, bigger companies, they might have like philanthropic arms or kind of education arms that, that do do that. Um, but if you're a startup, for instance, you, you don't have, you know, you can't build a strategy around a 10 or 15, which makes, you know, I think ours and yours and a lot of others job that much more important because individual companies aren't able to tackle it like they are if they, just go to a career fair at a university and it's kind of ready-made talent there and you, you pick and choose or make offers to who you want. Um, but I think in a, in a way it's, it's the most underserved, which makes it in a lot of ways the most important because that's the biggest pool. And if we just wait for a student to go to Youngstown State University or University of Akron or Ohio State and get a computer science degree, um, we're going to, we're going to have lost a lot of them. Cause yeah. I, I was never into computers uh, or coding as a, as a kid. That was something that, you know, I found interest in later. Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely. And uh, the reason why, uh, I think, you know, it's no fault to a lot of these yeah. uh, you know, family owned businesses, small businesses. Hey, they've, they've got a solution they need a problem that they need a solution for like right now. Yep. Um, and I mean, even you, you start to see that in, uh, hiring trends right now where, um, you know, they may be looking for senior level employees um, versus a, a junior, someone who's straight out of college getting into the workforce because they have something that's going to have to ramp up pretty quickly. But um, what the opportunity is for uh, entities such as that is to be able to uh, link up with organizations like oh wow organizations like Ohio X and, and be able to say, hey, there's a group of people here um, who have a level of expertise. Uh, in an area that, that you have interest in that can help solve a problem for you. And we can provide opportunities to add capacity um, for, for those kinds of organizations. Being able to take, uh, you know, real business cases, um, solutions, uh, being able to work with high school students or college age students to, um, you know, solve some of the problem. I mean, that's literally what internships are, are, are yeah. built upon. And so there, there are ways and opportunities to engage different parts uh, of the community to be able to get 
um, that that long term investment uh, for their business to where they're solving their problems today, but they're participating with organizations like Ohio X to be able to solve the problems of tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. And and the other what I like about you know your work and story is. Uh, you know, we have a, somewhat of a, a similar background where you're from the Youngstown area, I'm from the Akron area. And those are two Ohio cities that, you know, historically have gone through tough times with industry mm-hmm. leaving. Um, and that's not a recipe for keeping young people around uh, because they're going to go and leave for the opportunity. And admittedly, I, I left the state and came back to the state because um, I wanted to be closer to family. But, um, you know, you have a lot of passion for Youngstown and being part of a, a new crop of, of, of leaders and executives that are, uh, you know, kind of trying to work on that and, and create opportunity. And I think to your point, it, it also starts in that K through 12 space because, um, you know, if we're not sharing and showcasing those opportunities, then, then, um, that's just, they're, they're set down a path for just, Hey, I'm going to leave and I'm, I'm not going to come back at some point. Absolutely. And, and that, has created a really interesting situation for, for, for people um, like you and I, uh, boomerangs, you know, yeah. opportunities for folks that, yeah. that left Ohio and then start to see, uh, man, some really cool stuff is, is going on there. I wonder if I can make an opportunity for myself. And I think that's um, that's what was attractive to uh, a lot of the newer companies that we see that are that are entering the state, entering the space. Uh, and we are starting to see groups of young people uh, being able to move back home. I mean, the pandemic created, um, you know, a different kind of work environment uh, for people to be able to thrive in. Uh, and, and that's that's a part of the equation of, of, of solving Ohio's talent gap as well. How, how many of those folks can we get to come back? I mean, there's there's no place like Ohio. There's no place uh, like home. Uh, th- there are a few places in the country that you can go OH and know that somebody <laughs> is going to uh, respond or when hang on Sloopy comes on and everybody yep. gets excited, you know, it's that that's home. And so uh, being able to utilize that as your strategic advantage is, is another, um, another play in Ohio's playbook and, and how we sort of solve these gaps and, and solve these issues and engage um, our, 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 our forever Ohioans in a different way. Yeah. And, and shifting a bit to th- those students, uh, I have to also imagine whether you're, uh, you know, a, t- a teacher, an educator, or someone, uh, you know, like at Oh Wow, uh, that is working with students in, in a, more of an after school. Although I know there's a lot of education and hitting the road, as I t- mentioned in the intro, uh, it has to be more difficult than ever in some ways with just the competition for attention. Uh, mm-hmm you know, from cell phones to video games to streaming and TikTok and social media. Um, whereas when we were kids, it, you, you sat captivated in a classroom and, uh, you know, you really didn't have a cell phone. And then maybe they started to get introduced at some point for just high schoolers that were driving. And then it's slowly inched their way down. But, you know, how, how what is that like today? And if, if this is a, a technology company that is starting to care about maybe, you know, uh, getting involved with a local nonprofit like yours or local school districts. Um, how should we be smart about uh, attracting interest in technology for, for students today? It's, uh, it's, it's a combination of things. One, it's uh, being able to uh, leverage and utilize business advisory um, committees or councils that school districts have uh, where some of these companies have the opportunity to come in uh, and, and play in that space. It's being able to find some of the most basic parts uh, of technology 
and, and exposing students to it and realizing, hey, this is something that I may be able to have a future in. Uh, it makes me think about uh, our uh, our Ohio Tech Day last year, where mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we had a, a, over 100 student athletes come in, uh, and it probably 30 minutes into the program, they actually realized, oh, I'm coding something. Yeah, uh, because we didn't tell them that that's what they were doing. Right, um, they were just <laughs> got to trick them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and being able to see how technology connects to our everyday life, mm-hmm. and, and being able to boil it down to to simple things, and then you know, use opportunities to tune into the things that they love. Um, yeah. We we here at Oh Wow love gamification, um, and students love games, and so finding ways to, I mean, that, that's our whole secret sauce is finding a fun way to do something. And then suddenly you realize, oh, I'm learning. Yeah. I, I think those are all opportunities to um, get young people as a part of the mix. But the most important piece of the equation for me is always that parent or adult that, that that's in a, a student's life. It, it, it may be uh, an older sibling, an older cousin, mm-hmm. a coach, or, or one of those things. But uh, whenever you have informational sessions where folks can learn about different things that different organizations are doing, bring that adult along. Um, being able to get that endorsement and, and, and having that support system uh, it really helps. And so uh, those are those are just easy ways to get into it. Yeah. But I also think um, continuing to come to spaces for, for companies, being able to come to spaces where there are a bunch of different people at the table, government leadership, educational leadership, business leadership, um, you know, university, college, if we can continue to get all those folks in the same room, I mean, we, we, we see it almost like, you know, once a month with Ohio X, being able to get all those people in the room starts to create solutions and solve problems yeah. and gets people perspectives that they don't normally have on how they can play a part. Yeah. I, I love that. And I, and I liked how you mentioned the, you know, you brought in the, the student, student athletes and, and uh, it made me think of, of, our health tech summit, which we just had with our partners, university hospital ventures. And, um, you're very familiar with them and their work and John Carroll as well. Um, but we had as our keynote, the, the head physician for the Cleveland Browns and, you know, his uh, keynote was in part around the data and analytics of, of sports and injury. And, and so it's, you know, it's in some ways like meeting because there is so much that can be so complicated, but it's meeting, students at their interest level. And so if mm-hmm. it's a bunch of student athletes, you know, how do we design stuff around the data and analytics side of sports? And Hey, did you know this? And I love those AWS commercials that will soon be seen on, I'm, I'm guessing this fall on, on TV. Cause they're always on during the NFL breaks, but mm-hmm. the AWS powered analytics that, you know, help coaches, you know, in the booth with statistics and, and what play to run, but I'm getting off on a tangent cause I, cause I like this stuff as I'm wearing my whoop. Um, but you know, it's meeting students where they have interest because mm-hmm. tech is everything. So use that to our advantage where, hey, if they're an athlete, show them about things like whoop, show them about data and analytics that help them be more competitive. If they, you know, enjoy something else, they think they might want to be a nurse. Again, uh, you know, our friends at John Carroll, they're, they're doing a whole nursing thing with with a bunch of innovation and and high tech stuff for nurses to help them be the best patient care providers possible. So I don't know, I'm just getting off on a tangent there, but I do love it of, you know, using those examples. And again, you guys did a fantastic one last fall, which was so cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always, um, no matter who it is in the conversation, you meet them where they are. Yeah. You find, uh, you find common ground, you, you, you find a way to, um, you know, say something in their language uh, or, or in their frame of thinking that they're yeah. going to understand. And then you just go from there. Yeah. And that's that, that's the beauty of, of, of technology. That's uh, the beauty of, of, of science. Uh, that's the beauty of 
of education, really. Yep. You, you can you can always serve those where they are and, and build a foundation and go from there. For sure. And, you know, likewise, it's maybe a bit e- makes it easier for tech versus if you're, a, you know, if you're trying to get more students to become dentists, uh, you know, it's a very one they can see it. So that helps. Right. Like, every, you know, you go to the dentist, you know what they do, kind of. Um, but if you don't want to be a dentist and you kind of lost them right there. Right. But, you know, tech, it touches everything. So it's like, let's use that to our advantage and and recruit some more smart kids into the space. So, um, Marvin, we're going to start wrapping up. We like to ask all of our guests some kind of fun, quick questions at the end um, just to get different perspectives from you know, executives in, in Youngstown to venture capitalists, to CIOs, to CEOs, to uh, university professors or researchers. So uh, we'll start this. Uh, say you're inviting uh, Ohio X, a member uh, to, to Youngstown uh, or the Mahoning Valley uh, for, for a day. Uh, where are you taking them to, to, to a meal? Uh, and, and, uh, what's the, what's the go-to spot for something like that? Man, you're going to get me into trouble as a, (laughs) as a trouble County resident who works in Mahoney County. Yeah. That's why I've been phrasing it. Youngstown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think, um, I think, okay, okay, let's do it this way. If I'm going to take them, um, for, for three meals throughout the day, uh, we're going to start at the original Mocha house. Okay. In Warren, um, fantastic food, fantastic cheesecakes, fantastic artisan coffees, um, a, a, a really great place uh, to, to be able to take them. Then um, we are going to uh, come over. Uh, we're going to go to Avalon Downtown Pizza for lunch um, in downtown Youngstown. Uh, fantastic crew there. Great food, great sauce. Uh, and then we're going to uh, cross the line one more time, come back over to Trumbull County. And go to Station Square uh, for dinner. It's the place uh, actors, athletes, musicians, all kinds of people uh, come through there. The the the, the chef is great. Um, anytime uh, you you come in for a big meal with a gr- big group of people, it's like a movie. Um, you know the way they just come in and, and bring in all kinds of different stuff. So uh, that's where I'm going to take people to 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 grab bites of eat uh, bites to eat. Um, if anybody feels like they should have been mentioned, uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Reach out to me. We'll, we'll, we'll get something going. Yeah, we'll get you out there and, you know, yeah. a little t- it'll start. But yeah, I, I love asking that question because there's always a, a good gym somewhere in Ohio that uh, I haven't been to. And so got three new ones, Tad. Um, no service of good food here. No, not at all. Uh, next one is what's a uh, favorite book, podcast or show? So a read, a listen or a watch. Uh, and I always share it can be something new, you know, that you're just getting into maybe to unplug at the end of the day or something that you look back to every once a year for for work to help keep you on top of your game. So 48 Laws of Power is something that I always revisit and reread, uh, especially as I've transitioned through leadership throughout my career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always great to revisit those things, to, to, to get a different understanding and a, a different perspective uh, on what you've um, you know been able to learn as a leader. Uh, and then the, kind of an out-of-the-box one, uh, Dean Grinnell will love this. Uh, the Sopranos is a great show to watch when you're thinking about the successes and failures of leadership mm-hmm. in Tony Soprano and how he evolves as a leader throughout the show. Tony makes a lot of bad decisions. By the end of the show, he's pretty much an irredeemable character. But there are these inflection points um, where he has to make a decision and he talks through his decisions when he meets with Dr. Melfi. And it's a great uh, show to analyze uh, for, for people to to kind of sit down and binge watch and rewatch and think about it time and time again. Okay, that's a, a good answer that I was not expecting, nor yes. nor have we gotten, but that's why we ask it, right? Is that is there that you, you learn something new? 
but Marvin, thank you. Thank you for joining. Thank you for, for sharing some of the message. I know we'll, we have, we have much more to come together and, and building some cool things coming up. Um, really grateful for that. Grateful for you and, and, and showing up and, and coming to a, a conference in Cleveland on a Saturday uh, last year uh, and, and kind of really kicking off a lot of cool stuff, but um, thanks for all you're doing and, and making it all possible. And uh, you're, you're one of the ones that Ohio we're lucky to have. Uh, I know you've, thank you. Could, could be you. lots of places, but uh, you're 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 building uh, some cool stuff in the, in the area of Ohio that you grew up in, and that and as a Akron guy, I love to hear that. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely, thank you for having me, Chris. Can't wait to see what we do next. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone, and if you're listening, we'll put Marvin's LinkedIn uh, and OWOW's website in the in the show notes. That way, you can connect with him, follow along, check out what they're doing. Um, if you care to support this type of work, they are a nonprofit organization. Um, so check that out. If you happen to be in the Mahoney, Northeastern Ohio region, uh, stop in at some point, check out their, their open hours. Uh, I've gotten a, a chance to tour and visit with Mar Marvin and Youngstown. Um, really cool spot. And if, especially if you have kids stop on in, but appreciate every listen, everyone listening and watching. We'll all talk to you soon, but have a good day until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>